Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, exhaustingly recording from the Brooklyn Bunker. You know, folks, after days now following this racist terror attack in Buffalo, I find myself in a place of pure fucking rage, pure rage. And my rage is directed at the inability of mainstream media, the fucking Democratic Party, to tell the truth about the society that we are living in and the world that Republicans and Fox News have wanted, has arrived here. Now, you and I both know that when you heard that this fucking piece of shit terrorist was taken alive, you knew he was white and you knew it was a man, right? Because we know that women don't create acts of uh, mass shootings, right? We haven't seen that in the United States as of yet. We know that most likely when you hear of reports by the media that a shooter was taken alive, you know good and goddamn well that that person is going to be white, right? I watched on CNN as this motherfucker got a fucking medical examination, right? Is getting the best treatment and care by our healthcare system that denies black and brown people the type of care and coverage that this motherfucker is getting. That we live in a country where you can't go to the grocery store if you are black, you can't go to church, you can't go to a a fast food restaurant, you can't sleep in your own bed, you can't be in your own apartment, you can't go to a brick and mortar store. You can't walk home. You can't play on a playground without the threat 
of violence by either the state, right? By state-sanctioned violence perpetrators known as the police or by white vigilantes like Peyton Gendron and Kyle Rittenhouse and Dylan Roof and the list of white terrorists runs along. What is paining me today? The oldest person killed in Buffalo, 86 years old. A father, 53 years old, headed to the grocery store in order to get cupcakes for his son's third birthday, never to fucking return. People out, black people out, just trying to live in a country that has been killing us, has been killing us since the beginning of time, since we were brought here. I am so fucking exhausted by this country. There are days when I don't even know how black people make it through a day. How after this type of brazen act of white supremacist violence that we're all just supposed to pick up and carry on with our goddamn weeks. As if each and every one of us, by virtue of the skin that we inhabit, the melanin that we have, that we are safe nowhere, at no time. You know, white women right now are up in arms, right, about abortion and the right to choose. And I see people with signs on, you know, taking us back to, you know, the 1800s, 1950s. And I have said these things over and over again. And what I'm constantly reminded, thankfully, by black people, academics, doctors, uh, politicos, is that the fucking Gilead, right? That is often referenced from The Handmaid's Tale, has been the experience of black women and indigenous women and women of color in this country since forever. Our bodies have been used as wet nurses for white babies while our babies go starving. Our bodies have been used and weaponized through rape You want to talk about forced labor for the breeding of masses workers. That has been the experience and the existence of black women. Look no further than how Henrietta Lacks, the black woman's DNA that was taken without her fucking consent, is the basis for many Many of vaccine, many of study into cancer and how it operates. Was she given credit? The billions of dollars made off of her stolen cells? Was her family supported economically by advancing medical science? No. No. And many people still don't even know who Henrietta Lacks is. This country is so fucking sick. And what's worse is that the patient is unaware of the fact that they are unwell. 
Because you see, white America has been fed a steady diet of their exceptionalism, their virtue, their nobility. And it's all a fucking lie. This country was founded on racism and replacement theory, except how it worked was white folks came here with their smallpox and their fucking disease. They massacred the indigenous population that offered them kindness. And when those that weren't killed, right? Those were then tried to be enslaved. And then when we couldn't enslave, when we just kidnapped their children to try and institutionalize them into hating themselves and wanting to be as close to whiteness as possible. What we are only learning about now with mass graves being discovered at residential schools where we kidnapped and placed Native American children. After stealing land from their families and placing them on little patches of reservations. But you don't hear those stories. That's not taught. Oh, you may hear about the Trail of Tears, but, you know, that's so long ago. You know, that's the convenient thing about American history is that we love to couch it in the fact that it was so long ago. Oh, racist, they're just going to die out. You know those people that you remember from your history books that were pointing at black bodies hanging from trees or overturning food on the heads of black patrons trying to order at a lunch counter in the South? You know those men, those white men and women that are seen in those videos, in those pictures are about 65 and 70 years old right now, maybe in their 80s. You're looking at teenagers in those pictures, like the 18-year-old that just murdered 10 people. This was a regular occurrence 50 years ago. But they would like you to believe that it was so long ago. No. Imagine that if you were 15, a white 15-year-old at that time, 50 years ago, you're looking at what? 65, 70. But we like us to believe that this was centuries ago, the violence the littering of black bodies, black lives cut short in the street by white violence. We just recently learned about how the federal government dropped a bomb in 1986 on suspected terrorists, just happened to be black revolutionaries. That's within modern times, the 80s. You know, when they were rolling tanks through black communities talking about the war on drugs, when it was really the war on black people. Because you see, you have a government that feeds crack cocaine into underserved and marginalized communities. Do not give them any 
social safety nets, grocery stores, good schooling, anything. And then you turn the police on those groups and lock them up in your for-profit prisons. Like, folks, this isn't conspiracy theories. This is called connect the motherfucking dots. These are facts that the Ron DeSantis's of the world do not want you to learn because it will make, as he said, white people feel uncomfortable. And you know what I believe? White people could use some more discomfort. They could use some discomfort, some unsettling notions about their lineage. Oh, racism is going to die off. This motherfucker is 18 years old. Dylan Roof that shot up Mother Emmanuel in South Carolina was also a teenager. The folks that were marching in Charlottesville, Virginia in 2017 were also teenagers and white men in their 20s. This shit does not die off. They're like fucking gremlins. They just multiply. It goes through their bloodline. But we don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about these people as if they're lone wolves. Oh, they're all mentally ill. Yeah, racism to me is a fucking mental illness. When you've created an entire theory based on lies and the fragility of your own existence. I have a piece that is going to be running in the Daily Beast um, that makes the connection between what has transpired in Buffalo and what is happening around the country with regard to abortion. At the center of it, replacement theory. What does replacement theory tell us? Oh, well, it talks about low birth rates for white people. It talks about the need for there to be more white babies because if there are not, that white people are going to be replaced by people of color because they have higher birth rates. This was part of Peyton's 180-page manifesto. It's also part of pretty much every fucking segment on Fox News. Tucker Carlson, while we all wanted to laugh a couple of weeks ago with his fucking documentary, and I put that in air quotes, about the end of men, right? The end of men and how apparently men need to tan their testicles and drink raw eggs and wrestle with one another to preserve the species. Now, we wanted to laugh at that, but what we missed, right, with the jokes and the, and the Twitter burns that were happening is the fact that, again, toxic masculinity is tied up in patriarchy, which is tied up in white supremacy. Let men be men, meaning let them own their women, their women's uteruses. Take away their choice, take away their ability to work, because if you dig into replacement theory, they're also against feminism and believe that that is the cause. You know, women actualizing their own futures, earning their own money, going to school. Stop me if this sounds more like what is happening in Afghanistan that we love to lambast, but don't see the connection 
between the theories that are articulated throughout the Republican Party and Fox News. You see, we want to set up, set up these other countries, right? In these far off places, as if they are the ones that are doing the wrongdoing. Oh, they're against women and they want to own them and all of these things because, oh, they want to see it through the lens of clothing. Oh, they forced them to wear a hijab. Will you tell me or a burqa, you tell me the difference between the rhetoric that has always been posed against the radicalized part of Islam and the radicalized part of Christianity. Because they seem to be at the root about controlling women so that men can be men. Because apparently men don't know how to be men if they do not have their foot on a woman's back. Folks, it, it, all of this shit is so obvious and so goddamn clear, and it drives me literally insane, literally insane. When I look at mainstream media looking for any other reason to make an excuse for the rise in white supremacist terrorism in this country. Oh, it's got to be the internet. No, it's Fox News. Oh, it's it's got to be, you know, it's got to be just Donald Trump. No, it's Ron DeSantis. It's, um, you know, Scott Perry. It's Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's Elise Stefanik. It's Lauren Boebert. It is all of them. There are no good Republicans left. This is not your grandfather's Republican Party. And this is what has me want to scream at Democrats. They literally, from the insurrection and before, have given you all of the fucking ads that you need to run. Run these people in their voices. Do a split screen between Scott Perry talking last year at a foreign affairs committee hearing in the House of Representatives about immigrants replacing white people and split screen that shit with the shooting at the Buffalo grocery store. Run ads of Tucker Carlson talking about the end of men and split screen that with the leaked fucking decision of Justice Alito to overturn Roe v. Wade. Where do you think that these fucking ideas are coming from? They're not coming from outer space, contrary to what Marjorie Taylor Greene believes. I, you know, folks, I, I am running out of my ability to even be sad because I'm just so fucking angry. I'm so angry because we all know where this is headed. But again, mainstream media wants you to believe that we're entering into a normal political cycle where, you know, those that are in power always lose power and they'll get another bite at the apple in two years. 
This is a violent, extremist, radicalized Republican Party. We are not up against the usual fucking suspects. This isn't John McCain and Mitt Romney. These people are literally locked and loaded. They are telling these very fragile, very weak white men to take their country back by any means necessary. But do you see any of these federal judges? Do you see the Department of Justice holding the architects of the insurrection and this continued white supremacist slow-moving coup that is not that slow? Do you see them doing anything to stop this? Why did Peyton think that he was going to walk into this store, fucking post video on Twitch as it's happening, and then head out to another store? He knew he wasn't going to die. Because why would he? He's just a white man in America with a fucking AR-15 slung over his shoulder. So who would stop him? Who do you think that Donald Trump was talking to when he told folks to stand back and stand by? Who do you think that he is lifting up when all of them are talking about these good people? How do you say I'm a racist without saying you're a racist? I don't know because Republicans have been saying the quiet part out loud for years now. It's just the mainstream that decides for it to fall on non-listening ears. Hey, I'm David Plotz of Slate's Political Gab Fest. As another election season accelerates, it can be tricky to sort through all the noise in the news. Each week on the Gab Fest, John Dickerson, Emily Bazelon, and I decipher the headlines, break down the races, and tell you what issues really matter. We do not always agree. We definitely do not always agree. But we always deliver thoughtful debate, and we always have a good time. So subscribe to Slate's Political Gap Fest. New episodes every Thursday. Get a behind-the-scenes look at Comedy Central's The Daily Show on Beyond the Scenes, an original podcast from The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Every week, host Roy Wood Jr. goes deeper with the notable guests and experts from the Emmy Award-winning series. Together, they use comedy to tackle current topics from gentrification to gun laws and take a closer look at how and why these topics matter. Listen to Beyond the Scenes from The Daily Show with Trevor Noah on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Tuesday. I'm just, you know, I, I'm really, I'm so fucking outdone. I don't know what else to say. I am so outdone by the state of this country. I don't give a fuck that Joe Biden and the first lady are going to Buffalo today. I could care less. I don't want them in Buffalo. I want them standing at a podium in the fucking White House, denouncing the Republican Party and warning America of voting for white supremacist extremists come midterms. And that what we have witnessed and collectively screeched over in the last few days will be the norm. You know, I had said to folks, and I've said it on here so many times that I believe that this 
is going to get bloodier before it gets better. And someone said to me, you know, Danielle, I really hope that that is not the case because we're the ones without the guns. We don't have the guns. So the violence is going to be rained down on us the same way it was at Topps Grocery, the same way it was at the fucking Presbyterian Church in California. I mean, what does it say about a country where people can't go to the grocery store on a Saturday morning, where you can't go into a fucking house of worship? We're hailing these people for hog tying an assailant as heroes. This shit shouldn't be happening. You have, I was driving back the other day from Maryland and I'm looking at the billboards on the highway. And there were several that were written by Jewish organizations saying, do you have to have armed guards at your churches or your mosques? Because we sure as fuck have to have them at our synagogues. No one is safe. Not if you are not white, straight, cis, male, and Christian. It is open fucking season. That is what the shooting in Buffalo showed us. You know, I was watching another news report where they were talking about the fact that white supremacist violence was on a dip until the summer of 2020. Because then all of these people were activated by the Derek Chauvin's of the world. Because black people had the audacity in a pandemic that was killing us at larger numbers to come out and march and try and fight for our lives. And white Americans are like, no, you should just take the relentless murder that we rained down on you in the terror and just take it. You don't have a right to advocate for your life. That makes you anti-white. I honestly, it is getting to the point each and every day, each and every week, where it is becoming incredibly emotionally harmful to weigh in on things that I do not see a solution to fix without a political party that has no backbone, without a political party that doesn't even name their enemies that is so fucking chicken shit afraid to tell the goddamn truth and to point the finger where the finger needs to be pointed. We would rather be a country that teaches kids how to fucking army crawl across a floor than to label the Republican party as a gun toting white supremacist fucking grooming breeding ground. Oh, because it's not all Republicans. Shut the fuck up. If you are referring to yourself as a Republican in this day and time, you are a white supremacist. That's it. 
There is no economic conservatives. There is no, you know, compassionate conservative. This is who the fuck you are. So own it. I would love at some point for Democrats to stop running from the truth. They think that inflation is the most important issue. How about, oh, I don't know, white supremacist extremist violence that is being funded by American oligarchs like the fucking Kushners, the Murdochs, the Kochs, and the Trumps. How about that? Maybe if they had Russian accents, then Merrick Garland would be more inclined to do something about them. You want to talk about Russian state TV and how Tucker Carlson is a puppet for Putin. How about the fact that he is a mouthpiece for a rising violent white movement? Anybody want to look into this? Before places like Buffalo, places like Pittsburgh, El Paso, Charleston, South Carolina, Sacramento, all become the norm. You see how many fucking places I just listed? And I know that I'm missing many. But those have been the recent places for extremist violence against communities of color, whether they be black, Asian, Latinx. But we keep wanting to look at these things as if they are isolated incidents. Why the fuck else would somebody go in to an area that is largely Latinx, tell you that they are doing it because they have been radicalized because Fox News tells them every day that they're going to be replaced by these people at the quote-unquote border. So what are you going to do? Not be a man? As fucking Donald Trump has been pounding his chest saying, like, we need to let men be men. Tucker Carlson, the end of men. How do you show your power? Through violence. That's how. Through violent, restrictive policies that will only go to cause harm. So why don't we just tell the goddamn truth? Why don't we just as a Democratic Party, just point this reality out. Hey, if you're into economic, you know, the, the economy and, and, and conservative uh, of yesteryear, this is not your party anymore. Do you believe that women should have the right to work? Do you believe that people in this country should have the right to vote? I'm just at a place today where I feel like we are doomed. And so I apologize because I try really hard, folks, to both lay out my opinion, but tell you all the truth that I believe is missing from commentary in mainstream. And I got to tell you that I just today, I just feel overwhelmed. I feel like I just want to hide. I'm exhausted. I'm scared. I'm worried. I feel under attack. How are we supposed to function like this?
Honestly, how is this considered normal? How have we allowed it to be normal that you have one political party whose entire agenda is about rolling back rights for a majority of Americans? And the party that we're all a part of doesn't call that shit out. Doesn't use their own fucking language against them. What do you think that Fox News is doing? They are grooming and planting seeds for white supremacists. And then they want to throw up their hands after mass shootings or close their fucking mouths or stick their heads in the sand. And we allow them to do so. Oh, you know, he wrote in his manifesto. I wonder if he voted for Trump. I wonder if he listens to Fox News. Oh, do, 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 do. In every direction in this country, whether you're looking at inflation, climate change, racism, white supremacy, misogyny, patriarchy, we're running in the wrong direction. We're moving in the entirely wrong direction. I almost think it's comical how bad things have gotten. I can't blame people for Biden's approval ratings. I blame Biden. I blame him for not taking action. For believing that because he was somebody's, you know, 40-year senator, that he was going to be able to compromise and collaborate with these terrorists. Honestly, folks, I, I am out of words today. And so what I will offer is... If you need to take a day off, if you have the ability to take a day off because you feel so overwhelmed, so outdone, do that. Do something for yourself. You know, you want to do something for the community in Buffalo, send money, send supplies, send well wishes, do that. But it's more important to do something in your own community because this pervasiveness of white supremacy, it is pervasive, it is everywhere. So if we are not actively working on a daily basis to dismantle white supremacy in this country everywhere, that it shows its head from our institutions to our public school system to our agencies, then what are we doing? The Damage Report with John Idarola is one of the most popular shows on the TYT network that serves as your daily breakdown of the genuine threats and challenges facing our country and world. These days, we're confronted with an overwhelming sea of shocking, confounding, and devastating news stories. The Damage Report is your life raft, helping you navigate the day's news and understand the damage caused by the corrupt establishment, politicians, corporations, and everything in between. Join the Damage Report's notorious fan club, The Dragon Squad, where you become part of a fantastic community of progressives. Create a fun dragon nickname that fits your personality, collaborate, and participate in fun activities like voting for, the garbage person of the week, and much more. Listen to The Damage Report on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.
that is it for me today, friends, on Woke AF at the beginning of this exhausting, already exhausting week. Please do take good care of yourselves, of each other, of your communities. Yeah. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Get a behind-the-scenes look at Comedy Central's The Daily Show on Beyond the Scenes, an original podcast from The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Every week, host Roy Wood Jr. goes deeper with the notable guests and experts from the Emmy Award-winning series. Together, they use comedy to tackle current topics from gentrification to gun laws and take a closer look at how and why these topics matter. Listen to Beyond the Scenes from The Daily Show with Trevor Noah on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Tuesday. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 